This is the Business Stuff Podcast. This is where I will share the lessons I've learned from advising thousands of businesses over almost 30 years. Each episode will give you practical insight to allow you to learn from other people's mistakes. I'll be pulling in experts from our team and the world of business, and together we'll make sure your business is giving you what you want. My name is Martin, and this is the Business Stuff Podcast. Hi, it's Marty from the Accelerator team, and I'm here this week with another business story. I'm here with Neil McGregor from Neil McGregor Property Services. You all right? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. you? Excellent. Yeah, good. Um, so, Neil, um, you're someone who it's it's been great watching your journey over the last you know six years or so. Yeah, that we've done six years since we when, since yeah. we met. Yeah. Um, but for people who don't know you, tell us what you do. Uh, so I'm Neil McGregor. We own a building and refurbishment company operating out the uh, the northeast. Um, predominantly carry out works in the domestic sector. Um, that can range from extensions, bathrooms, kitchens, structural alterations, smaller maintenance job, emergency plumbing jobs. We've we've tried to set up to become this sort of not one well a one shop sort of you know you only have to deal with one sort of contract yeah. i know what part of the issue uh with clients is they don't want to project manage pro- projects and they, they don't want to have to ring the tailor if the plumber hasn't turned up and so on and so forth so basically we cut all that out we have everything in-house and we we kind of run the project yeah. for, from sort of start to finish and that's where you are now but that's yeah. not where you've always been is it certainly not so, no because yeah there's probably three parts to your 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 business life then i yeah. thought there was two but you reminded me there was a third yeah how did he get into this then so uh, originally sort of sort of growing up and stuff like that I, I suffered from like anxiety and panic attacks and stuff like that didn't didn't have a great time through school i was all, always relatively intelligent but struggled with like i say so, some some of that you know i, I appreciate mental health and all that sort of stuff's come come to the forefront of a lot of conversations. Back back then, it wasn't particularly, um, You're probably fair. just misbehaving. Uh, no, 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 no. No, no, but like, like oh, well, just ignore Neil, he's just, he's, he's, he's caught him. Yeah, well, I, I didn't even know what it was myself at the time yeah. and stuff like that. So anyway, I, I don't want to turn it into a mental health sort of thing. I, I, I dealt with it, I overcame it, I've become a much stronger person because of it. But but yeah, initially sort of, I, I sort of struggled with uh, school and integration, stuff like that. Um, so I always kind of wanted to get into construction, but because of some of the issues I had through school, like I, I couldn't get an apprenticeship or anything like that. Um, so what, what I decided to do is, you know, kind of I, I would ring if, because I couldn't get an apprenticeship. I would ring up other trades and just sort of say, look, can I come work you for free? I'm not bothered about getting paid. I just want to learn. So give us the experience. Yeah, give, give us like a word. Like an intern. Yeah, yeah. In, in, the, in an office environment, so you intern. But it was kind of like an apprenticeship. I was trying to give myself an apprenticeship by just working for anyone for free, basically. And then I would, with the skills I learned, I would then go home. I was still living at home. My parents at the time, I'd, I'd kind of replastered my bedroom over and over again. Luckily, my mum and dad kind of let us get away with that. I remember you saying once you used to yeah. just practice replastering your yeah, wallet. Yeah, yeah, literally. So if you chip them walls back now they're probably like 12 inches thick to be fair so so and then you know i, I kind of developed that skill set will continue to work with people for free uh, until eventually i got to the point where i was like right okay you know maybe i could start working and doing some of these jobs by myself you build up the confidence to, to yes yeah, so, well not yeah. just the confidence i think i was always relatively confident i was I, I was never scared of doing anything the problem was there was no skill set there you know you i had the confidence there but I, I wasn't very good at actually doing anything you know so it took a good few years to kind of get any sort of skill set underneath my belt and stuff like that um and then like i say 
what one once I'd you know this didn't just happen over a couple of months like I say it was it was you know it happened over years. So so what, what, like you say years. You were working for free for years, or, or were you? No, I pretty, just... I pretty was working for free for years. So I, I had a pizza delivery job that would kind of, you know, give us the money that I need while I, while I develop my skill set. So uh, spend the day mixing mortar for other people doing that, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then delivering pizzas by yeah, me. Exactly that. To be yeah. fair, you know, which to be fair, I was a pretty decent little pizza delivery boy. Like I, I could make pretty good money. I was, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying I, you know, I, I probably broke a a few sort of traffic laws getting pizzas to people in time but I was pretty damn good at it um, so no pizza was delivered cold no no I done well I done well uh, I got decent tips so um, but no that kept us going that so kept us going you working like a lot of hours then yeah so you were, you were, you were busy yeah so you know one thing just because I struggled in school and going to school and stuff like that one thing I was very good at from an early age was was working so I was working at like you know I was working weekends a 12 year old you know 11 12 year old and stuff like that doing doing sort of uh, I did some landscaping uh, uh, with with one of my friends. Dad's at the time he had his own business, so yeah. I was never scared to get my hands dirty or, or, or anything like so that. So you weren't you know? scared of putting effort in. No, I've always had an exception. It was more, it was more about having somewhere to put the effort in. Yeah, exactly in. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, good. Okay, so you, so your pizza delivering, you, you 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 built your skills up. Yeah. And then you go right. Maybe I maybe I need to start charging for this then. Yeah, so I always wanted to work for myself. I always had ambitions to set, set my own business up and, and stuff like that. So, you know, I'd, I'd got that good few years sort of initial training, if you like, in. And then I did set my business up and basically I just sort of, it was just start, started plastering to begin with. Uh, and I would just subcontract over builders, you know, again, started charging a little bit, covering it, covering a, a wage. And, yeah. you know, I would, I would learn more skill sets as time as time went on and stuff like that. So is this where we go to phase two then? Phase one yeah. was the preparing, yeah. getting ready, so building about, up the skills. Yeah, I would say phase, phase one was getting that initial apprenticeship foundation, what you might want to call it that. Phase two was actually setting a business up but having no idea how to run a business, but I was pretty starting to get pretty good on the tools and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously I went through phase two, I managed to, you know, take a couple of staff on, train them up how I wanted the job to be done. Yeah. I was very sort of paranoid about uh, leaving mess and stuff like that, was, you know, so uh, the, the, when I fit, we, when we, it, we, we used to laugh about yeah. that in our house. About yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so we, we, one of the first times we met really like work-wise was mm-hmm. he did a bit of work for us. Yeah. And um, I came in, and my wife Rebecca was like, "Was like, oh yeah, no, I had to take the literally had to take the Hoover out of Neil's hand." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Neil, you didn't put those Cheerios there. That was our kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah you were yeah, like yeah, Hoover yeah. the whole yeah. floor. Like, well, I think when when I set my business up, you know, I, I was always paranoid about having this this, this um, you know lack of skill set. So one thing I, I did say to myself was like, right, okay, well, if, if people can do the job slightly better than me at the moment, I'll catch that skill set up. But what they won't do is leave it leave a cleaner job. So that was my USP, if you That's like. Right, it was yeah. kind of like right, okay it might not be quite as good as you but I guarantee my job's going to look better than yours at the end and then what happened is that value maintained and stayed with us but then the skill set caught up and then some and yeah. then to the point I was able to then start training other staff up and, and I, you know and I, I was quite keen on bringing staff in who again didn't have that much experience and didn't have the any sort of ha- bad habits and it was like look I want it done this way we, you know I want this done because this of that reason and done here. exactly that and so and then I managed to get like two three staff on and then that's kind of at that point was probably when we we we, we first met and you know the skill set had caught right up and I knew exactly what I was so doing you could deliver a good job yeah. you had you, you were leaving clean sites yeah. you knew what you were doing you were comfortable that you could do the work you had a yeah. couple of lads you trusted yeah I say lads and not the sexist way but they were lads yeah 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 um, yeah 
And, and then how long were you in that kind of stage for then? So, uh, yeah, I was probably, I was probably, that was probably about a good sort of three or four year period where it was, you know, basically just concentrate again, concentrating on the foundation of being self-employed and employing people uh, and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, again, I would say that integration of skill set and picking up new skills and being able to offer uh, different, different services. Um, but during that whole point in what I first came to learn was, you can be exceptional at your job, but running a business and being good on the tools have got absolutely nothing to do with each other. In yeah. fact, probably hindered us a little bit. Um, the fact that I was so productive and yeah, valued it, on the tools, exactly, that. actually quite hard to replace on the tools. Exactly that, and like I say, it you know the running a, or growing a business and working in the business, the two things have got absolutely nothing to do with each other. In fact, I probably could have grown the business quicker if I wasn't good on the tools, looking back now. But but yeah, so that would... That I mean, I've spoken to some of the lads, they say you're still not good on the tools. Yeah, well, they would say that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I'm pretty confident I can still hold me on. But, but to be fair though, the, the guys I've got now, a lot of them are far yeah. superior than me on which the tools, is which want, is exactly it? what I want, you yeah, know? Um, yeah. But I can still hold me on, I can still hold me on. <laughs> do you still do you still dodge DIY in the house though? <laughs> yeah, so just, just like just like every other builder, to be fair, I've got we did an extension on the house. Um, yeah, I mean, it was like five six years ago now. It's still not finished. Well, it's finished structurally and it's built and stuff like that. But if Sophie's watching, it's finished. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's not finished, is it? It's definitely not finished. No, no. <laughs> so so stage one. Yep. Struggling to find anywhere, struggling to get in anywhere. Mm, yep. You know, doing the learning because yep. you can apply this to a lot of businesses now. It's like, oh, I, I want to get into marketing. Yeah. Well, the equivalent would be they'd be on YouTube learning the skills, they'd be trying stuff. Yeah. Doing a job to pay the bills, they then get out there and think, right, well, I'm going to go into business. Yeah. And and and, and, you've, and and you've kind of described the classic. Well, you've you've, you've perfected the offering. Yeah. You know how to do it. You know you, you've got a couple of people who can do it with you. Yeah. But then when we first met, you were you were, you were kind of like. You didn't. It's not that you were in a rut, but you were like, well, well, what, how do I go further? Yeah, I certainly didn't know how to develop. You were still doing massive hours. Yeah. You were still working really hard. Yeah. You were making money, but you're limited to how much money you well, can I'd, make. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd hit the ceiling in terms of how much I could charge per hour. You know, I couldn't. I, I, there was nothing left to leverage. You know, you know, yeah. I, I couldn't. Yeah, I you couldn't, were using all your hours. Yeah, at, yeah. at a rate like you thought was your peak. Exactly that. Yeah. So I was completely resourced out in terms of my hours. Um, and then to, to scale from that point, there was nothing to scale. There was no business structure. There was no infrastructure. Yeah. There was, you know, the, the business well, knowledge wasn't there. Still running from a van, really, weren't you? Yeah, definitely still running from a van. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay I might have had a couple of vans on at that time, but I was still very much in that one-man band mindset. Yeah. Didn't know anything about business. Didn't know how to jump to the next stage. Was scared to jump to the next stage, even if I did know what it was. You yeah. know, so yeah. I would have said, you know, that first stage, uh, first two stages would be you know completely getting that skill set up, up to date the next stage i would say stop me business apprenticeship yeah. actually learning about business and how you operate a business and how you run a business and yeah. stuff like that you know which i would drop into this phase three if that, you like that, that's where phase three yeah, starts yeah yeah because yeah. you've talked quite a lot about how it, 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 these might not necessarily be the same times but for me and, and i think you're fairly open with this but you know like i was like that, that was awesome, Neil. Awesome job, but you're far too cheap. Yeah. And I don't think you 
quite believed us that why would I tell you that as a customer at the yeah, time? Why yeah. would I tell you you are too cheap? Yeah, yeah. Because there seemed to be a bit of like price and hesitancy, would you say? I, think, like, I, think, like, I, think, I can't really charge more, surely. Yeah, I think everyone everyone gets that scared at that pricing stage and stuff like that, you know, and it's what you what what might be a lot of money to you, think so you put you you're drafting a quote and you're like, oh god, they're never they're never gonna go for this. But you don't know what that means to that other person in terms of like how what you what you're delivering to them, you how much time you're buying them back. Yeah. But yeah, for yeah. them you're giving them a beautiful second room in the house they've exactly. never used for yeah. Exactly yeah, that. And again at the time I thought everyone delivered the same service as me. So I'm I'm comparing my prices to everyone else. Oh they charge that's, X amount per day. Really so so I can't go above that. But in reality again when I look back now it's like the service that we offer versus the competitors not all there's some there's some really good guys out there as well but we were we were we were given so much more than we're competitors anyways you know and and again in the in the building industry it's you know i joke about it sometimes and stuff like that but sometimes just answering the phone and getting back to people is actually far better than what any of your competitors can even do you know i was speaking to a lad not long ago and he was, he was struggling he said oh you know like really struggling to get out of probably your kind of like early phase two. Yeah, yeah. And I'd say, all right, well, you know, how are you delivering your quotes? You, you know, you, you say, oh, well, I've got one I haven't sent. I sold them four weeks ago. So we'll, we'll send it today. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. You went, well, I'm worried they're not going to not gonna accept it. I went, the longer you leave it, the less likely they are to accept definitely it. definitely not going to accept it. Their it peak acceptance is when you're leaving the building. Yeah, yeah. Like next day, surely, yeah, yeah. a couple of days later. Yeah. Because um, most people will just ring another builder. I was like, you've probably lost that job. Yeah, yeah. For all you know, their work's done. Yeah, yeah. And you're sitting worrying about whether you should send a quote. Well, the amount of time, the amount of times I hear from clients, oh, we, we've, you know, we've reached out to three builders and one said he was going to turn up and, you know, two haven't even got back to and stuff yeah. like that, you know. And it, it, but it's not just that as well as I started to develop me business knowledge and stuff uh, and stuff like that. You soon start to realise you shouldn't even be winning every job you price anyways. If you're winning 100 percent of your we'll work, come under that again. You know, yeah, you, yeah. You, you're certainly doing something wrong there as well. Well, because well, well, I, I I remember quite early, and again, this is my memory of it because because to me I'm the hero in the story, but but you're the hero in the okay, story. Okay. But I remember being the hero yeah. and sitting down in, in, in and we looked at just pricing of work, mm -hmm. and I can't remember, but I think you're charging a lad out at 100 quid. But the lad was getting 80 quid a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, but you're only making 20 quid if everything goes perfect, mm -hmm. but you're still paying for the van out of that. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to, you know, we worked out, I think we had to say like 160 quid off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you were like, yeah, but I'll have to go to like VAT register. I was like, yeah, you will. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, that's going from 100 to 160 plus VAT. It's a yeah. massive jump. Yeah. But at the time, you had about three or four months' work mm -hmm. in the pipeline. Yeah. Is that roughly how you remembered or not? Yeah, it would have been. It would have been, and like you say, when we had that conversation, it was the fear of not only upping your price, but you you then fall into the VAT threshold as well. So, you know, you, at the time, you, the way you look at it, the way I looked at it, was like, well, you're not just upping it by X amount. You know, it's a twenty percent increase in actual uh, cost, but you then got to put another twenty percent on because yeah. we're going back. Your price has nearly doubled from memory. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But 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 you had three months. If, if pipeline if people who wanted you because they knew your work was worth more yeah they would rather wait three months for you than get i always think it's funny if you ring a trade and they go oh, i'll pop around tomorrow like, yeah why are you free yeah 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 you shouldn't be free tomorrow yeah and and that's a simple lesson i would say to everyone there, mm -hmm. there shouldn't be anyone free to start a job the next day yeah, yeah unless yeah. something weird's happened 
Yeah, unless you like got some sort of business where you you, you keep plumbers on on contingency on and you only tap, do emergency yeah. work. No, I, 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 but I, I get, yeah, 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 completely. But get sh- where you're someone shouldn't from. be able to start an extension next week. No, no. no. So yes, certain jobs, yes, yeah. short turnaround. But there shouldn't be a builder ready to start an extension next week unless literally someone's cancelled. That can happen. That yes. can happen certainly. But then they've normally got other work that yeah, yeah, yeah. they're normally yeah. busy on. Yeah, certainly. Um, so yeah, so you know, you, you you went from you know, like I say, hundred quid to one sixty, whatever the figures were. I can't remember. Yeah. Plus that. But I I remember speaking to you at the time. You were quite surprised that you still then had three months worth of work and people were still accepting your quotes, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So. You, you you can kind of just continue to do what you're doing and hope that people accept the uh, the higher price so you can start to look at things okay well if i'm going to be 20 percent, 40 percent higher than i originally was how can i give that client an extra 20 40 percent worth yeah, yeah. more worth of value at that time i probably was already delivering the, the more value anyway yeah. so we could justify just turning the costs up and yeah. still win work um, but then this is where you know you start to like filter into this phase three and you start to learn about business you start to learn about you know guarantees and usps yeah. and what you can offer clients and stuff like that you know so which which your 100 quid a day lad isn't doing and isn't capable to do they're, they're not able to do that well you know things like guarantees and stuff like that if you if you're charging the bare minimum cost and something goes wrong on a job which it does um you physically can't afford to come off a paid job to go back to that job, do yeah. something unpaid because there's not enough meat in the business to do so. Because you um, can't pay a lot to go and do a job that you didn't make any money on the yeah, first time. Yeah, yeah. You can't fix a job where there was no money in it anyway. You can, but then you're going, you're going to work for nothing and then yeah. your business isn't going to last long yeah. doing it that way. You, know? you don't so, get many days like that no. where you can get away with it. No. So what, what, what were the biggest challenges across each of these phases then, Neil? Because there, there will be people out there who think, well, how do I get a start in yeah. that? Because they don't teach plastering at school. Yeah. So if you wanted to become a plasterer, you've got to get on a site, haven't you? Yeah. So fear, fear is one the biggest, the biggest sort of issue or, or sort of uh, thing that we that that held me back uh, was that is. Um, you've got, it's better if you can find someone who's going to train you up and stuff like that. But again, it, it's if you've got the mentality, it's because I couldn't find anyone to train us up, but I still managed to get trained up. So if I can do it, I'm certainly so, nothing special. Because I would imagine there was times where you did your pizza job when mm. like, you know, your wicks or your juices or whatever, yeah. bought some mortar and just plastered something. Yeah, because well, yeah. Of course. If no one's going to let you do it, well, if yeah. you've got a flat service, well, you can give it a look. Lo- lo- luckily, I had my bedroom to kind of just, you know, which is crazy looking back at it, but it did not, it was my training room, if you like. So uh, luckily, my mum and dad supported us through that. And I don't, know, I don't I'm not sure if my kids came up to us, like, I'd, I'd, I'd be the same now, you know, but, but, uh, <laughs> but no, no, it was fantastic that I could. And like I say, that, that really was me. That was my default training room. I'd go and work for someone for free, come back. Okay, yeah, I've learned how to like, I've learned how to like, you know, Plus the two wet edges now. All right, I'll do these two walls. Yeah, you know, make yeah. an absolute balls up a bit, and it's like, oh, it doesn't matter. I'll just plaster over it again. I'll, I'll the again tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, but you know, it's so probably mindset and answer. You know, to your question, if you think if you think you can you can do it, you'll you'll be able to do it regardless if you can find someone. Especially oh. now, the resources you've got now, YouTube and stuff. I'm like the tutorials are phenomenal. Like oh, literally, yeah. like I, I've obviously diversified in other things and stuff like that. I've literally learned how to do stocks and shares via youtube like i literally yeah. have um, yeah. and it's exactly the same with you know again if, if, I, if I do something on a job now and i'm like oh how do you do that or like oh, i've never done this i've never done this cut before you can literally go on youtube and tell you how to do it. it's absolutely the same resources yeah. you've got now i think i think it was elon musk who said something like there's no excuse now for being uneducated no there's not, not in the western world where 
everyone's got a phone, a tablet. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, if you want to learn on a topic, it's never been easier to yeah, get yeah. the the theory anyway. You've yeah. still got to put it into practice. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, you know, so work ethic and mindset would put, you know, for sort of phase one, if you, you know. If what you, were the you, challenges, though? And how, like, I suppose you've you've answered that the challenges were well you couldn't get the job so you need, you wanted to skill up anyway yeah, so you kind yeah. of answered that haven't yeah. you? the challenge yeah. was no one would take you on yeah. because you didn't have an offering yeah 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 certainly that, so um, that the, yeah. challenge so, for sort of phase two is so, pro- so, talk us through you taking on your first lad then yeah. to say to, to use a generic term but so yeah it was it was it was just a bit of, it was just a bit of a fluke really in you're, terms you're of, busy yeah you're too busy you need someone and then people go well if i'm paying them i've got to get twice as much work in there's, yeah. there's a hurdle there isn't there yeah so at first it was you know it, it was it was a mate to uh, a lad called kev actually still works for us to this day um great say, lad say hi to kev i will well, do i will do so he stayed with us last summer <laughs> <laughs> yeah you did quite a bit of work in yours so but no I mean Kev's pretty much been with us since sort of day one you know yeah. well day one of, of running a business if you like more or less so I think he just you know he didn't have any work on at the time and he, and he was like, if I remember rightly he was like you know can can can, can I kind of come and do a little bit of labouring for you and then it, he was doing a bit of labouring for us I was like oh look you know just, just not that bit of plaster up and and he's asking questions and you could see the will again he had that sort of willingness to learn and stuff so like that so was he almost doing what you did kind of in a slightly different kind, way kind of, in terms of like wanting to learn the skill set and stuff like that and then it just stuck and he got up to speed very quickly and before i know it he was helping us out plastering and then you know we, he got better and better and better and then did the, uh, it was kind of like i created like this cookie cutter sort of thing it's like right okay well i reckon i could train another lad up actually i took another lad on trained him up got him working and i kind of done this rinse and repeat sort of process for about maybe six or seven lads some stayed with us some went and started their own business some come out of construction uh, some are still with us um so yeah i mean that's that's basically how i, how, how, I how, how did you how did you adjust to then going from being your own boss to being the boss was that an in, was that an interesting move or not i was never i'm even this day i'm not hung up on the title of being boss i find it a little bit sort but of you're the person who makes the ultimate decision yeah, yeah I've, got, I've got no i've got no problem you could, with you, you might not use the term but you yeah, are the boss i've got no problem with accountability and, and, yeah. and, and responsibility and ownership and everything else above the line i don't i'm not one of these people i get caught up on being the boss do you know what i mean I, you'll never see us driving around in a number plate that says boss up you know no, I'm, i've got that oh yeah well <laughs> I, I, you're not going to see me doing that to be fair i, I still very much kind of like try to be one of the lads but still have that line in terms of like look you know you, you, you if you if you if you can kind of respect each other i've got it yeah try and work on that sort of respect yeah. sort of thing you know i'm not i don't get hung up on what i've achieved or, or my title or, or anything like that but 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 was it uncomfortable at first having you know when the first time you had to pull someone or you had to sack someone still uncomfortable now you know yeah. it's not something i enjoy doing to be fair that's but probably not a bad thing though you should never get used to sacking people no no just even just having i think you know again I, I try and i try and like review it and be like well what have they actually done and it's kind of like well okay you know there's all there's always so many sides to a you know a story you've got to look at like well what are they going through at home and you know are they arguing with a partner they've just taught it was like that is there a reason so again that was a skill set that i've learned you know i used to be very quick tempered argumentative yeah. in terms of like no no that's my way or the highway sort of thing but but still you know not not be too enforceful about it but but you know as i've took more staff on i've understood people have got different personalities 
and I'm going through different things. I try to step back from the situation, evaluate it first and stuff like that and, and then like come back with a you know with a, with a decent response instead of just being Did you just naturally pick that up? I think so because that's a lot emotional of it. intelligence. Yeah, yeah, isn't a lot, it? EQ people say like, a, lot, a lot of it, you know, as you get older, especially as you start having kids and stuff like that as well, you start to you you you, you realise what you put your parents through. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. And you know yeah, I think, you know, I haven't done any courses, I've done disc profiles and stuff like yeah. that and, and understood what my person, what kind of personality type I am and stuff like that. But I think it's just, you soon start to realise if you take staff on them, fantastic at their job, you get them a mouthful and they're not there next week, you start to realise, hold on, is it them that were the problem or was it me? You've always got to look at everything, you know what I mean? So, you know, I, I definitely am a little bit more tactful in how I, in how I approach awkward conversations and stuff like that now. I, I can remember quite a while ago you told me about the board you had in the office where you would work out what went wrong in mm -hmm. the previous week. Yeah, yeah. And so, and I, I don't know what you call it, but for, for me, this is, there's a great book called Black Box Thinking. Yeah. I don't know if that, that was where you... It's exactly it. where I got it from, yeah. So yeah. I, 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 I've kind of read pretty much all of my few side books. Um, yeah. So... It basically take us through that for people who yeah of course yeah yeah so they might not realise where the problems are in there yeah and they might think well well I'm doing everything right how yeah so this could it, identify issues kind of goes back to what I've just said there about trying to work out what the problem actually is and sometimes you're the problem like you know so basically what I what I took from black boxing and was you know you, you're always going to have kind of issues but you've got to kind of face them record them. But tweak them, you know, and correct them as time goes on. I think having that accountability to to be able to identify a particular issue in the business that might even be related to yourself, and just sort of come up with solutions to try and correct them, and just you know integrate that sort of marginal gains and be like, right, okay, we've got a massive list of problems, but we're not going to try and reinvent the wheel here. But that issue there, we're going to we're going to implement this. That's going to help that. We're going to monitor it, see how it goes. If the same thing happens again, we'll try and come up with another solution or another. Have you process. got an example of something that you know? I mean, like either a recent example or, or, or one of the, the the biggest wins you realise. Because uh, the classic one to me seems to be trades turn up, and you kind of go, well. Oh, I've got to go and get the material. Like, well, you're a sparky and it's wire. Sure, yeah. you've got a real wire on the van. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I know you can't carry all stock at all times, yeah. but there's certain things you kind of go, well, I'm going to use wire every day because yeah. I'm a sparky. Yeah. I'll make sure I've at least got me two main types of wire on the van. Yeah, I mean, that would be one. I'm, you know, it's not one that's recently happened with no, us. No, well, I would imagine you've eliminated those types yeah, of things. Yeah. So, I mean, carrying a surplus of materials instead of having to you know, constantly go to the merchants and, and leave the job where you're, you're not getting paid for and stuff like that. I'm trying to think the most recent one that, that that kind of jumps, probably the most recent one actually that jumps in my head. We, we've just sort of, uh, last year we took on like a contracts manager and stuff like that. Richie was fantastic at his job. Um, but because it was the first contract manager's manager we brought in, brought in and I was still used to doing that job. But I, I found again, this was something that I need to look at myself that, you know, I brought him in to do this job, but I was still second hand. I was still doing the job firm, and like, yeah. we wouldn't get into confrontations and stuff like that. But in the end, he, he kind of had to say, like, "Look, Neil, you know, like, stop. This is what this is what. If I get it wrong, I get it wrong. But this is what you brought us in for. What you can't do is baby, baby is forever, and keep yeah. doing me job for us, or it's pointless as being here. So that that was, you know, a learning moment. That was a, that was a learning curve, more of a. You know that was more of a sort of one one for me you know but but yeah i mean we have things go wrong on, on site all the time that you've got to look at and be like right, okay why did it go wrong 
you know, is there, so, is, a process, is there a process we can bring in to prevent it happening again and stuff like that, you know, so. That's not to say stuff won't go wrong, because it will. You'll always drill through a pipe, you'll yeah. always yeah. S- smash a wind. Something will always happen. Yeah. It's not that. It's, it's, it's about avoiding the preventable issues from happening again, isn't Certainly. it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. What, 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 what do you think 13-year-old Neil would sit, like, would think of this Neil sitting in front of me now? Um, who, 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 by his own admission, is well-read, knows what a disc profile is, yeah. re- appreciates the different stages in business, and um, what, like, has kids, has a home, you know, it, like, what lives in a house possibly way nicer than you thought you'd ever live in when you were that age? Like, what do you think 13-year-old Neil would... I think it's pretty hard to go back to 13 year old because I'm such a different person to be fair you know obviously I, I would imagine I'd be pretty pleased with what I've achieved and stuff like that but then you talk to 30 year old Neil and it's kind of like we haven't even got started yet like it's, it's weird like you you set goals you hit the goals and yeah. then all of a sudden it's like oh we're not even we're not even close we need to start, start, start the next goal I, I do sometimes find it difficult to look back um, with with pride or anything like that because I'm always too busy looking for the next goal and do, stuff do, like do, that do, you know do, you, you're, quite, you're quite hard on yourself aren't you yeah yeah um, I think so do you think that's do you think that's needed I, I don't know if it's needed or not but it's just the way I am I, I, I can't help it it hasn't, I do, hurt, it hasn't hurt you has it because you don't dwell on stuff you're quite hard on yourself but somehow in a positive way I would say I think so I think so yeah. you know I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's particularly wouldn't say it's particularly hurt is apart from the fact that you know maybe i should look back and be a bit happier about where i'm at and stuff like that you could probably say i'm a bit miserable because of it but uh well, not miserable do you know what i mean but oh, no, tough, no, tough no. to please get again me and kev but yeah i suppose i suppose that's what success looks like though you know you, you, you level up and then it's kind of like, look to get to the next level it's pointless looking about what you've achieved now like yeah. what do we need to do to get to the next level and then you get there and it's like right, okay well yeah now you know now how do we get to the next level after that you know I, w- w- one thing that was quite a revelation for me is i was talking to someone about um it was exercise and it was actually there was a gym around the corner where we were working out and it was years ago and i said why does this never get easier and he mm-hmm. said well because as you get fitter yeah you still push harder than, exactly you, than you're used to yeah so you know if, if if you're you know usain bolt doesn't finish 100 meters and have come like all of his breath yeah he ran as hard as he could and it was just as hard for him to put 100% in as it is for you to put 100% yeah. in. His 100% might be way down the line, yeah. much better. So if you're always pushing, it will always feel hard, won't it? I think so, yeah. yeah. I mean, you probably hit the nail on the head there, to be honest. It's, you know, you go to the gym, you get fit. You, you the gym sessions don't more. get easier. You yeah. just, you're, you, you, more, you're you, more productive more. in the gym sessions, yeah. you know. Yeah. You, you start to get fitter, you start to get stronger, you know. It's, you've still got to kind of push yourself to the same amount you push yourself on day one yeah but it's quite hard i think you know from a business journey though it, it's it's quite difficult to push yourself 100 percent every day and that's kind of where you know one, one of the best um one of the best sort of sayings that are you know there's a lot of sayings out there and a lot of it's just you know it's, it's, doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything to be fair it just sounds good when you write it on a meme on facebook or something yeah. like that but you know you don't have to be consistently great you just have to be a greater consistency like that is literally the best saying i've ever yeah. heard because it applies to everything fitness business relationships um you can have an absolutely stinking day but as long as you're turning up you know you never you never stinking week you never stinking month 
but it will eventually get better. Uh, and then, I, can't, you know, I can't remember what it is, but the, the, there's a great one. Consistency will be passion every time. Yeah, yeah. You turn up every day and put yeah, effort yeah. in every day. Yeah. Well, you'd be super motivated to go to the gym on week one or, or, or day one <laughs> when Dom's kicks in and you're like, you can't be bothered to do anything. It's a, motivation doesn't last very long, to be fair. Discipline's uh, a far superior thing to have than, than motivation in, in my eyes. And that's definitely something I've learned along the way as well. What 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 came along and hit you as a challenge that you that that, that you really weren't expecting along this? You know, like like because if you're sitting and you think, well, I'm going to start a business, when yeah. you expect finding work might be a challenge, or you know, like like was there something where you kind of go, I really wasn't expecting that, and that that like really took the wind out or really slowed you down? Um, yeah, so. Personal life, you know, relationships, kids, stuff like that. You sometimes you set out these, these 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 brilliant sort of goals and stuff like that, and you know you forget the fact that you've got other responsibilities elsewhere, you know, and, it, yeah. and it's and, and and that's that's more important than business as it is, anyways, you know. So you might you you might have a bit of a I don't know, like a bit of an argument at home or something like that, and then that slows you down, stuff like that. But then you know you're starting to get more focused about oh well i haven't achieved this but in reality it's like well hold on i've just left the house having an argument it's not all about business you know you've got all these as you get older you've got more responsibilities you've got all these other areas of your life that you also need to kind of like keep topped up it's not just give time to them yeah yeah yeah. so you're helping fitness and stuff like that as well you can't do 12 hour days when you've got you no, know, no, a, a, a busy family lady, or you shouldn't. Yeah, let's put it that way. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know if I answered that you, the way no, you no, want no, it. I'm, I'm trying, I'm I'm trying I, to I think of it. I didn't have an angle. I was just, yeah, I, just, I didn't have a, I'm trying to think of a particular time where it's like, yeah, certainly loads of issues in that sort of phase one period you know you'd you couldn't afford to buy proper vans you'd, you'd, you'd buy clapped out vans and there was one period i think there was a time when i think i had two or three vans on the road and all three of them broke in the same week and i think you offered to lend us your car and stuff like that to get the job you know i had a galaxy i was like well it's not a van but you can get plenty in it so the problem you've got there you you know your fleet isn't great you know, you, you you haven't got any cash reserve to go and buy another van. You're trying to get three, four people around with a job. You're trying to keep three, four clients happy. Um, so that, you know, I would I would imagine that would you know a lot of people, um, you know, working for themselves can can appreciate that. You know, everything kind of goes wrong at the same time. No, you got no money to kind of like like quickly go out and buy another van or something like that you know so hit many 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 sort of issues, ca- cash, issues like cash, that. cash flow is always a hard one yeah 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 one one thing you seem to have different without going into the numbers is you 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 seem to at the moment run your business ensuring that you can cash flow your business yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so i'm not asking you to share numbers but you know like like how many you know you if anything, you maybe keep too much cash on tap. But like, how how many months do you think? Well, that's the bare minimum I want to keep in there. If 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 money stopped coming in, yeah. I want to be able to pay the lads. You know, like because most builders, I think, they fail on cash flow. Loads of builders fail because they're cash taking flow. deposits on yeah. job two to yeah. finish job one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I think the good thing with me is um, I'm I'm not emotionally attached to money. Like 
I understand money, I understand how it works, but if I see a figure in the bank, I'm not like, oh, I'm going to go and buy this, I'm going to go and buy that. So you just say that as a tool? In it, it literally is that. I think once, once, once you start making a certain amount and stuff like that, as long as you're comfortable, as long as, long as you work what your, your personal overheads are and stuff like that, if you can be disciplined enough to just take your wages out, which is what I do, take the same amount of wages out every month and stuff yeah. like that, I don't, you know, if, if I, if I want to go on a holiday, it, it's got to come out, my personal exactly. wages and so on and yeah, so yeah. forth. Um, you've got to build up. You've got as as the business grows, you've got to build that pot up and stuff like that. So, uh, as a rule of thumb, I always got told you want three months operating cash. Um, I try to aim somewhere between three and six months. The reason being, it took us so long to get the staff in that I want. I've got we've got a really strong team now, exceptional um, sort of lads on the tools. If for some reason we had a we had a downfall in work and stuff like that, I don't want to have to say to any one of them lads, like, look, sorry, I, you know, can, you're gonna have to go and find something else. I kind of keep you going. I'd rather you keep hold of all them lads. So if for some reason, to find the work. Yeah, yeah, it's like we've got two months where we've we're overstaffed by fifty percent. Then that's down to me. Go and find that fifty percent worth of work. What I don't want to start doing which I've never had to do, touch wood up to now, I start saying, look, sorry lads, there's not enough work for you. Yeah. You know, we're always looking to grow and what, like I say, it's took us years to amass what we've got now in terms of trades and, you know, I don't want to lose any for the sake of losing a job and stuff like that. If I've got Cause, a... Because that, that, that re, you know, that recruiting, replacing and yeah. retraining and upskilling it's far more expensive than just keeping the people you've got, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. ridiculous, ridiculous amounts more expensive. You touched earlier on on you shouldn't win every job. Yeah, so yeah. We'll expand on that a bit. Well, you know, again, this is some of the, some something that I learned as I started to learn about business and stuff like that. If you know, you can win one hundred percent of the jobs you price, or you can win fifty or forty percent of the jobs you price. If the fifty or forty percent are priced higher than the hundred. You may, you know, you're making exactly the same amount of profit doing 40 or 50 percent of the same amount of work or 100, but you're working 50 or 60 percent yeah, yeah, less. Yeah. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> you can make exactly the same amount of profit <clears throat> and work less. So you need to find that optimum conversion rate. Yeah. You know, like I say, because there isn't a, there isn't a universal conversion rate. It's it, what works it's, for you. It's, it's, it's different. What, yeah. you know, what works for you. So sometimes we 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 aim for. X percent over times, if we've got a massive backlog of working and stuff like that, we might actually look to lower that conversion rate and be like, right, okay, well, we're, we're, we're kind of over booked at the moment, yeah. anyways. You know, we, you know, we may be up the cost a little bit here, you know, because we're going to have to employ more overhead to carry that work out anyway so that justifies the additional yeah. cost anyways not just about getting as much as you can when you can it, it's, it's, it sounds like you use basic supply and demand exactly that, if yeah. you're in demand yeah you can charge more yeah of course and it's not that you're robbing people it's it's your people obviously value your service higher than your competitors yeah yeah yeah, yeah. otherwise they wouldn't be waiting for you would well, they? well i think all businesses like that if, the, if there's demand and you've got to you've got to drag in more overhead to cope with the demand and more resources to cope with the demand the cost is going to go up you know it's exactly the same with holidays it's exactly exactly the same with food shopping it's that's just the way it is that's, that's life i love i love how you just yeah it is i've never heard it like that yeah it's the same as holidays and yeah, food shopping yeah. but it, you're right it isn't it yeah i think you've still got to deliver though like yeah yeah, yeah you can't be bang average in in, in spout off about well i don't mind any conversion rate drops of this we'll just up the money and stuff like that it's oh yeah we'll turn up it's like when you turn up you still got to deliver yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. so important and in, in the day we don't deliver the day we stop delivering is I'll, 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 well, I'll, I'll pull it all back and, and, and work out what's the, going the wrong the day you stop like delivering 
you can't get the pricing anymore. Exactly that. And then it'd be very easy to spiral the yeah, other way, yeah, wouldn't you it? Can't, you can't justify, yeah. you know, charging, not necessarily a premium, but, you know, you, you can't start, you can't charge for something you're not delivering, basically, you know. How, how did you find your client base has changed then? And obviously you'll be doing jobs now way bigger. You've probably done a job in the last year that was bigger than your entire turnover 10 years ago. Well, we, tur we turned over more last month than, than we did, like, the first two years of me knowing you, do you know what I mean? Which yeah. kind of puts things into perspective. Um, so in terms of clientele, I mean- Because that's the other way to play with price, isn't it? Yeah. If you're doing, if you're doing, you know, someone's jumped on Facebook and went, oh, oh, does anyone know anyone cheap to build a fence? Yeah. You're not searching for that job now, are you? No, you've got, you've got to identify what kind of jobs you're going for and what clientele you're going for as well, you know, and it's, typically we would go for, we, we want to aim for our work at someone who is time stricken, you know, wants to pay that slightly additional extra to just have that one phone call, you know. And, and just know that it's going to be done. Know it's going to be yeah. done. If there's any issues, they know someone's going to come back to correct them. So, so yeah, we always aim, you know, we're, 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 we're sort of, sales and uh, you know that that's who we aim for when, when we're trying to win a job obviously we we we've, we're also sort of diversifying slightly at the commercial work and insurance which which to be fair scarily we haven't even, we're barely even scratched we're just a domestic company at the moment yeah. which is crazy to think about like where, where i've managed to get it up to and stuff like that and we haven't even flirted with particularly o much commercial or insurance work yeah. yet, which we will do. Um, so, you know, it, as a domestic customer, it will be someone wanting to get the job done properly, know that if there is any issues, someone's coming back to correct them and, yeah. you know. Because that's where you can, that, 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 that's, that's part of your pricing strategy as well though, isn't it? Yeah. If you want, so I remember speaking with Sparky years ago, you might, you might know the lad, but I'm not, I'm not name dropping on here, but he's, 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 he said, oh, he says, I wish people would stop tagging us on Facebook requests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, you, like, you, go, you, you, know you, you drive out to see your job and, you, and they go, oh, I want the hob move from there to there. Mm -hmm. Oh, me mate reckons you can do it for 20 quid. Can you do it any cheaper? Yeah. And it's like, I've spent eight quid on diesel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and, and no, you yeah. can't do it properly for that price. Yeah. Um, where, where, you know, and he was like, well, I wouldn't mind driving to somewhere where they expect it's going to cost a couple hundred quid because that's what it takes to do the job, yeah. you know? So, yeah. so I would imagine you don't do any of those other, like the first example, you're presumed doing none of that work now, which means you can charge proper prices for people who are expecting to pay. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So I think another good thing that I've learned as well is sometimes it's polite to say no. You know, if someone asks you, can you do this job? you know, and they, they might give you a budget or something like that, and it's, or it's not, you know, so we, we, we have, we categorize jobs in the A, Bs and Cs as well, yeah. in terms of like, look, we want A's, we want, we'll do Bs, Cs, not for us. We'll fill but, the diary with Bs if we haven't got enough yeah, A's, but Cs we don't want. Exactly that, and the Cs say, look, and again, we, we, we might be like, well, we can't do it, but these are pretty decent, they can do it, you know? So at least we give them, give, give yeah. someone a, a solution. So, but I think to turn around and say, look, I'm sorry, the job's not for us. It's not the kind of work we want to carry out at the moment. Tell that to the client. It's far better than someone sat there waiting for a quote that's never going to come. And say, oh yeah, I'll get back to you. And then go, I didn't want it, so I'm not going to yeah, quote. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just sometimes easier to be, not brutal, but just be like, no, I'm sorry. We're, we're honest. We're not going to provide a quote because it's not a job we want to do. Yeah. And I think, you know, if someone takes a humble over that, then they take the humble over that. But I think most people be like, all right, okay, fair one. Respected you know, Yeah, happy days. Yeah. Right? At, least I know where, at least I know where I'm at. 
I've, I've, I've had people say to me in the past to say, you know, I want this job done so bad, I don't care what the price is yeah. now. I just yeah. want someone to turn up and yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. I've been in that situation yeah. where I've had two or three people not turn up. Like, right, can, will you go? I don't care how much it costs. Can you just go tomorrow yeah. at the time you've said? Because yeah, yeah. if you've got a tenant who's took time off work, it's really disruptive mm -hmm. if that happens. Yeah, yeah. And it's such a relief if you get someone who just actually turns up. Well, you've got, goes, oh, you've got a better turn, turn up. I mean, we, thank God for that. We had a situation last week where we booked a CP12 in for someone because I had a tenant moving in, and and then the gas engineer that we we had he, he had COVID, he couldn't come in, so all of a sudden we couldn't deliver, and it was kind of like we either ring the client and say, look, I'm sorry, guys, come in, uh, the guy hasn't came in, we can't do your job, yeah. your tenant can't move in, or you come up with a solution. The solution was like, look, who do we know who a gas engineer is? Doesn't matter, it's not our company. Doesn't matter that we're not going to make any money on this particular job. But we'll not let the But we're not down. letting we're not letting this particular client down, um, which which what we've done. So I mean that particular occasion it's not I wouldn't not seem it's the best business advice to to pay someone more than you've actually got in for the job just to get it done. But what that means is On a relatively small job, you keep the customer happy. But what happened buy, that, partic that particular client actually came back this beginning of this week. Can you yeah, can you price to replace me boiler actually it's been in there 12 years i'm thinking about getting a new boiler you're reliable so it's all of a sudden there's work you can schedule in and make good money exactly that yeah. you know so by by delivering for that particular client we now got the opportunity to, to price a re replacement boiler for them as well you know what's 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 the one thing if you know if you can give one bit of advice to, to to people in those earlier stages neil what what would it be um self-development try, try to get your mindset right um i see loads of people you know oh, i'm not taking staff on because they're all they're all crap and bloody blah and say like, yeah but how you train them up crap managers have crap exactly staff, that yeah, yeah yeah exactly literally exactly that you know so i'm not saying you can train anyone up um but <laughs> a lot of it, uh, yeah you can try um, <laughs> so stop by try yeah. so but that you know i would say getting that mindset right and you know having faith that you can train people up and it's not going to work straight away and you know what you're going to let people down and you're going to make mistakes uh -huh. but have the, the fortitude to kind of put things right and stuff like that and trust the process look into self-development there's so many books there's so many videos you can watch on youtube and stuff like that and it's what, 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 what book or video or person has changed you, you, you like what what was the biggest um so a, lo a lot of things for me really so i do like business coaching and stuff like that as well so i'll pay someone to kind of like you know go through business with us as well so i've had some really good business coaches over the years um getting in and what, around what, what about the cost-free element though because you mentioned there's books called yeah like, so, 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 know, so, so you, which which author would you you know if you had to give a book to someone so there's 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 it depends on what you want to you know if you want to learn about finances you want to learn about business development you want to learn about self-development but some of the ones that stick out for me you know uh, black box thinking, thinking was a really really good one to try to to work out how to get your mindset around you know failures and how you can turn failures yeah. into successes atomic habits was fantastic as well yeah, you know yeah. if you can get into a, a habit of doing something your consistency your discipline that you talked yeah, about yeah, yeah yeah exactly that um you know and again there's loads i've read on kind of like you know like like how to manage money and stuff like that as well you know that you've got all the, the all the sort of so resource management yeah managing yeah. what you've got and making yeah. sure you can have enough of yeah it, uh, 
So that, those two books jump out uh, at his sort of straight away. I'm trying to. E Myth was a good one as well. You oh, know, yeah, I read yeah, E Myth yeah, and I'm yeah. like, did this guy write, write this book about me? You know, so like, <laughs> well, that's, know, that, that's a really good ago. one for someone in that first stage yeah. to understand the difference between someone working in the business and a business owner. Being a skilled labourer yeah, versus a business yeah, yeah. owner. It, it, it's it's yeah. a really, really easy book to read and teaches oh. you about systems and procedures yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So. Yeah, that, that, that's a really good one. So we're going to give someone three books. We'll give them them three. I think so. Yeah, they're, I think I'll go for them ones like I, I, I would struggle to argue against any of them. To yeah, be fair, yeah. yeah, those are the three that jump out to me. Oh, I, can, have you read Oversubscribed? Yes, yes, I have. I, yeah, I, I yeah. That I, one I, about I, making sure you've got a waiting list. And, yeah, and, yeah. You know, if, the, if there's demand, there's so many. There's so many. Like literally, you can you can download Audible for like wasn't like nine ninety nine a month for something. That'll be the best nine ninety nine. Uh, you've, you've uh, spent a month if you can be disciplined enough to, to read them and, but he, and dissect them to be fair Neil so if someone's sitting and going well, I've got no money and I haven't got that mm -hmm. most of these people quite openly give away their ideas on YouTube yeah you can, you can just watch, watch think, the YouTube you know, videos just, you can get just, a lot of it for free just ringing people as well you know and just reaching out to people it's like the worst thing to say is no get lost I've got no time you know what I mean if someone mm -hmm. if someone, reached, like, if someone reached out to me and asked, like, oh, could you spend a little time? You got half an hour, I'll buy you a couple. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. No problem. Yeah, you've, you've, you've got to pass that information back down. you say that, because I saw, uh, this might be old news to most people, but I saw an interview with Steve Jobs. Mm -hmm. And the first time I'd seen it the other day is he ran, um, what was it, Bill Packard, Hewlett Packard, HP, yeah, yeah. he, he said, oh, you know, I ran, ran the guy up and just said, oh, would you mind giving us some spare parts? I'm trying to build something. Right. And the guy was like, so yeah, yeah, great. And he ended up getting an internship at yeah. Hewlett Packard and then, you know, Steve Jobs, I, Apple. I think, like, I think he just picked the phone up and asked someone. I think most people who have achieved something or got somewhere are quite happy to pass that information back down the line, you know what I mean? Because do you think that's like an abundance mindset then? You're like, I, if um, I make you good, you're not, it doesn't take away from me. Yeah, well, look, you look at, I'm trying to, you know, I don't know why this just jumped in my mind, but look at like Pep Guardiola and um, the, the Arsenal, uh, Arsenal, like the best mates, and the, he, 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 like Pep sold, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not massively up to date with the two the two teams, but sold them a player who's one of Arsenal's best players now, and now Arsenal are top of the league and Man City's chasing them and stuff like that, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, he didn't have to give him, he probably regrets giving him the advice now, to be fair, but, you know, I think, yeah, I mean, I speak to some people who are like massively successful in business, like literally I'm like dropping the ocean. Yeah. And it's amazing how much time they've got for you if you actually turn around and ask them a question. It's yeah. like, it's as if they, they want to help you move up the ladder and stuff like that, you know? But again, they're not afraid that you're taking their slot either. Well, I think... They yeah. want the competition to be good because yeah. they know they're always going to be better than the competition. Well, it can create so. like strategical alliances moving forward and stuff yeah. like that, you um, know? And you can do joint ventures and all. There's all sorts, like if you lose that... I think if you're stuck in that mindset of like, oh, I'm scared in case he overtakes us, then you, that's not the right mindset to take. And it's, it's kind of like, well, look, if they overtake us, they overtake us, they overtake us for good reason. Like, I'll up my game to yeah. re-overtake them, you know? It's, yeah. I think if you always look at it that way, then you can't really go wrong. So it's also, to be fair, and I know you know this, but it's not a competition against other people. No, You've just got to be better than you were, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, it's a personal, It's a personal journey, isn't definitely, it? Definitely, definitely. Neil, what's the one the one thing that you think people are getting wrong then? We'll just finish with always like, what was just say, what's the one thing people just um, keep getting it wrong? I, I, I would say test and measure. Like, um, so having a visibility of your business in terms of exactly, you know, so you can so you can forecast. So if you can create this, if you can create this dashboard, doesn't matter what size business you're at, this could be one man band, it could be 
it, it could be a hundred yeah. staff. Um, obviously, if you've got a hundred staff, chances are you probably would have adapted some of this information. But if you can create a dashboard, it doesn't it doesn't have to be super complex. But if you can work out how many leads you've got coming in, uh, where they're coming in from. Um, what your conversion rate on them leads is. That means you can start to tweak with the leads, yeah. play with your price, keep your co- work out what your optimum conversion rate is, play around with that. Uh, what it also does is it, you can create like a manpower work from there. If you win, if you win X, you know, mountains amount more work than you can deal with, you can dice it, you can work out what your percentage of labor is, so you can work out how more staff you need from yeah, that, and then you can, yeah. you know, that gets you, that gets a ball so running from the, there. The, this is the, the, the five steps, kind of the old action coach type yeah, basic oh, mentality, isn't it? You look at how many leads for yeah, conversion turns that, into a customer, that how part much each customer buys. That part of it certainly is as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, on top of that, you want, you, you need to know what's in the bank, you need to know what's going out there bank you need to know what's what what what's coming in the bank so you know it's all good and well having all these leads conversion rates you're about to start the work but oh shit i've run out of money have people been paying you yeah 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 yeah. yeah. so all of that also some of the other things we monitor as well as you get a little bit further down line staff retention rate how long are your staff staying with you for can you increase that staff retention why are they leaving can you make them stay you know so if you can the more visual you can make your business the the favor down the road you can see in terms of like you know you, you can you can project a little bit more yeah. you know you've got more so so so, so let's play devil's advocate that i'm going to say yeah but neil i'm still in the barn i'm still plastering eight hours a day doing the invoices by yeah. night i haven't got time to measure staff retention right, okay, okay but but your point is measure something yeah the dashboard's different it, it, it's your well, we, dashboard get, works for you i get this all the time with sort of one-man bands and stuff like that or if you subcontract one-man bands in you're like oh where's my invoice oh, i haven't had time to do my invoice i've been too busy at work so <laughs> you should never be too busy to get paid yeah, yeah so one of the my counter argument to that always is well why don't you employ an admin even if it's just part-time can't yeah. afford an admin can't afford an admin so well hold on you're taking them same hours so your hourly rate is 40, 50 quid an hour, you're doing them four hours a week to do the admin, which means, you know, yeah. you could employ an admin at 10, 12 pound an hour to do that. If you're that bothered about still working them hours, go back to work, get your 50 quid an hour, uh, and pay your admin, your 12 pound an hour to do that, do the bit you don't want to do, yeah. and then it's done, your business is more stream, streamlined, and then then start to look at picking it apart, and then like, okay, how do I cre- get your admin to create your dashboard? You know what I mean? Get them just, to do all the testing measures. Get them to raise your invoices. Get them yeah. to raise yeah, the yeah, invoice. Yeah. Like record Be, it, and yeah. Like literally now, if I was starting again, one of my very first hires would, in fact, my very first hire would be an admin to do all yeah. the stuff that I don't want to do. That you know, I'll concentrate on the on the higher higher value work to yeah. to carry that out. Get an admin to do. Admin's invaluable to be fair, like they really yeah. are. If you can, if you can get plus now, I mean, you can get a virtual PA for. Yeah, of course you can. But, like I yeah. say, buttons. I don't mean yeah. that in disrespectful way to their rates, no, no. but but if you're someone who makes a couple of hundred quid a day doing your job, exactly, and you can get an admin who costs you ten, twenty quid a day, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, but yeah. it's a lot of people are so stuck on the on the on the rabbit uh, on the, on the hamster wheel, they can't see the wood for the trees, and they can't realize. Hold on, like. I'll just I'll pay someone to do that part of the business, and I'll just still do what I'm amazingly good at. If you like, because do it, it's just, a, because just, it's a, just do it. Yeah. Because the higher, but what they try to do, they're scared to pay someone yeah. because the, the fear of oh well, that's not giving us money back. But in reality, it's giving you a high, higher ROI it, 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 it on is. the stuff you're doing day in day out. You know, yeah. but it's it's trying to it's trying to get that into someone's head. You know, and that's where the self development and the, the opening your mind and learning things sort of comes from. Because the second part of that, the test, the measure, the, the measuring is the dashboard, you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Testing, you can then play with your pricing. You play with and it, I would yeah. say to someone, how many quotes a week do you issue? 50, right? Well, your next one 
just put it up, yeah. see what happens. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can do that, can't you? Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. Test one. What you may well, find. I can't you... put all my prices up 50%. I'm not asking you. I'm saying try it for your next couple of quotes. W- without testing it though, you don't know any of the answers to these questions. You're just, you just, it, no? you're just guessing in your head what you think will happen until you start playing around with it. You just don't know. I like that. Test and measure. That would that would be that would be my first go-to. Uh, if I could, you know, if I could go back in time and tell myself something, it would be create that dashboard and get some admin. I know, I know, it's difficult because you are so bogged down, and you know, you've got you've got that client around the corner shouting on that the job isn't finished. But, but, but again, the dashboard can be simple mm-hmm. for a one man doesn't have to be complex. It can be a simple well, dashboard. Uh, nearly everyone uses accountancy software now. Zero does. So much of yet, you know, you can do a cash flow forecast, you can do a budget on, on you know, it can, what, what you owe in, what you owe out, it, do, it does all that for you. It, yeah. You know, you don't even have to do anything. Listen, man, I'm sure 13 year old Neil would be very proud that you've, that you've even dropped in zero cash flow <laughs> at the end there. And if he's not, I'm, I'm proud of you, man. It's, it's, it's a pleasure watching your journey, man. Spot on. That was Neil. I hope you enjoyed that. Thanks very much, Neil. Thanks, mate. Been, been great. Cheers. Cheers thank you very much. Thank you. Ta.